Hello, everyone, and happy new year to you all. I am so happy to have you here with me today, and I am excited about this episode. I'm going to be talking about how to push through the labor of love. How many times have you had something that you are carrying that is painful, right? But you have to push through. You have to carry this thing or this little person till the end, till your term is done and deliver. So that's what today's episode is about, but it's not about an actual delivery of a child. It's about the delivery and the labor of something that you're carrying, whether it's an idea, whether it's a product you're developing, whatever it is, your business. Um, And that's what the show is all about. So stay tuned. Hello, and welcome to the Rebuilding Relationships podcast. My name is Carrie Vasquez, and I'm a relationship coach and strategist. But most importantly, I am a Jesus lover, I'm a wife, a mom to five children, and a grandmom. Each week, I'll be here with a guest or a message to help you love yourself deeper, fall in love again, and restore your relationships with God and others. Now let's get started. So welcome, and today it's all about how to push through the labor of love. So the reason I wanted to talk about this topic today is because I have been working on my book, Recreate Your Love. It's my new book. It releases on January 20th, and I'm really excited about it, but the reality is it has not been an easy road. So this got me thinking, how many times have we been doing something? Have we been involved in something or a relationship or um, have had a child even, but how many times are we carrying something that is painful at times and is very difficult? There's times of challenges and struggle. Um, There's times of rejoicing and joy and celebration, but the reality is that there is a labor that takes place. There's a period of pain And it can be really difficult sometimes to really just get through it. But the point um, I want to make today is the fact that you don't give up in the middle of labor. When you are in labor, when you are carrying something that needs to be delivered to the world, you have to deliver it one way or the other, right? It can't just stay inside of you. And I guarantee that if you do have something that you have kept inside, it's probably even more painful. You're probably very uncomfortable because you have something on the inside of you that the world needs. So this book, Recreate Your Love, um, I started actually a couple years ago. I started with workshops. So I had a few, um, two groups, and I had these wonderful women who joined me on this journey as I began uh, to develop this uh, workbook, this program um, called Recreate Your Love. And it all started from uh, myself recreating who I was, recreating how I loved and who I loved. Uh, I realized that I had lived all my life stuck in this cycle of doing, of insanity, really just doing the same thing over and over, getting the same results and wondering why. 
and starting again until until I got to this point that I realized I need to do something different. This is not working. Uh, the way that I am loving my husband, my children, there needs to be a change. When I started on this journey to recreate love, I realized that I, I cannot be the only one who's um, in this place. So I started these workshops or these groups um, online, virtual groups, and I had uh, pretty good results or, or responses from the group. Uh, it was hard. I There were nights that I would be texting um, with <laughs> these women like, this is so hard. <laughs> um, and so it wasn't an easy process. Uh, it was challenging. It was hard. I actually called it at one point uh, like a marriage boot camp. Uh, because it, it was a difficult process. But I started it as a workbook, and then I decided that I wanted to get it out to the world. But I didn't want to get it out to the world as a workbook. Um, I So I started to work on it and decided to make it more of a journal. I call it a love guide. And now uh, this month, I will be releasing this love guide um, called Recreate Your Love. And it has been um, a labor of love. So I started writing. It's probably been just over a year ago. And I hit many walls um, throughout this time for different reasons. There were times that I was just going through a lot of things just personally in my family um, and with the kids or with moving. And it was very hard for me at times to write because here, I'm writing a book on how do you love hard? How do you love strong? How do you recreate the way you respond in love? And I'm a person that has to operate with integrity. So I could not be out of integrity writing this book. So there were periods of time that I paused or that I just couldn't write. And I'll be honest with you, it's because I had to practice again what I was writing. I had to practice again what I had learned as I was on this journey to recreate my love. Uh, I realized that I was taught this version of love, this way to love, and that way wasn't necessarily the way. It wasn't the right way, or it wasn't necessarily the way that worked for me. So I believe there are some foundational um, truths and and basis of love, right? You're kind, you're respectful, um, you're compassionate, you're honest. So these foundational truths um, are the same across the board, but how we um, act it out or how we uh, perform or how we um, love could be is different um, for everyone. So as I'm writing this book, I am practicing what I am preaching in a sense, and I was um, taking a long time. So I was really discouraged that time. I had this, uh, I got this wonderful uh, coach, uh, Marilyn Shannon um, in North Carolina. I love her. She really just helped me 
get through some really tough times and hurdles in writing my book. Um, she was just instrumental and amazing in helping me um, just have this outline of what was next, how many pages would I write in a day. Um, and this really helped me to get over, especially a period of time that was very difficult for me. Um, I was living in North Carolina. I was with the kids by myself. Carlos was still working um, in New Jersey. And he would come on some weekends. We were hoping to, you know, to relocate completely, 100%, everyone, including Carlos. And that didn't happen. So I was there alone um, with the kids, and we had some really tough days. Um, and having my coach help me um, through that time was um, was so so needed. So I was I'm so grateful for her. So she really helped me get through some of the tough times in writing this book. And then I moved back to New Jersey, and we were all back together again. And I was still um, it was a little easier because I had uh, Carlos there. So I was able to kind of disappear and go somewhere um, to write um, quietly. And he was with the kids. Although my kids are older, they still require some supervision. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so I want to talk about when you are carrying something, when you are pregnant with something, right? Any guys listening to this might be like, ah, no, thank you. I'm not pregnant with anything. But it's just the idea of you carrying someone or something for a period of time, right? And it's something that you're going to deliver at some point in time. The reality is that you can't be pregnant forever. And if you are, if you're carrying something for longer than the amount of time that you're supposed to, you're probably very uncomfortable. Um, it, you're probably experiencing pain, um, you know, just lots of discomfort. And if this is you, if you have been feeling like, oh, I've been so uncomfortable in life or I've just been feeling so many um, pain or, or challenges, even physical pain, I want you to take some time and journal or write out what is it that you could be holding on to that you need to let go of, that you need to release, that you need to deliver uh, because you cannot carry this thing forever. It's the same as if you were carrying a box or carrying an item physically. You're going to carry that item for a period of time and then you're going to put it down. So think about what is it that you could be carrying that you need to release and deliver. So I was carrying this story, this journey um, that would help, that I wanted to use to help other people be able to change the way they love, change their love lives. And I always say I'm not just talking about their love life in bed. I'm talking about their life of love in general. I wanted to help people transform that and give them these these steps that they can do, actionable steps that they can use to begin to do that and, and, and change that for themselves. Because I know for me, when I was able to change how I loved, the way that I loved, the things that I did um, in my marriage with my children, it has been transformational in my life. 
Um, so this book is something that I have been carrying, that I've been pregnant with for just over a year, and it has been getting uncomfortable. Um, I am ready to deliver. So again, it's for a set time, for a period of time that you carry this thing. And the second point is there's a period of development, right? There's a period where you're nourishing this thing, you know, us women, when we're carrying our babies, we're nourishing our babies inside of us. We are protecting them inside of us. There is a small circle of people who are a part of this journey, this this time of being um, of carrying this time of being pregnant, right? There's a small circle of people who are a part of it. There's for those, uh, for us women, right? When we're pregnant, uh, when people, there are, there's always like this one person that will randomly walk up to you and touch your belly. Um, and it could be very uncomfortable. Um, so it's not something that well, first of all, anyone should do without permission. Let's start with that. Um, but for me, I was always someone that I didn't mind if it was my small circle of people. So like my husband, my children, my parents or my sisters that they would be like, can I touch your belly or can I or the baby would be moving and I'd say, hey, feel this, feel this. Um it's a small circle of people. You don't walk out and just randomly like tell strangers, oh my gosh, my baby kicked. You should feel it, right? So this is the same thing when you are pregnant or when you are carrying something that you're going to eventually deliver to the world. So whether it's a business idea, whether it's a product that you've been developing and working on, whether it's a book, whatever it is for you, I want you to keep in mind that this labor of love should not be shared with everyone and discussed with everyone, right? There's even a period of time that a lot of times we don't share, right, that we're expecting uh, because it's a period of time that, again, either we spend, use that time with our spouse or we just spend that time just being with ourselves and the baby, making sure that the baby's going to be okay and that we're going to be able to carry this baby to term, right? Uh, there are some times that we could have ideas that are great ideas, but it's not an idea that will grow and that we can we will be able to deliver to the world for one reason or another, right? Just because all ideas, all thoughts, um, are cannot just don't just come true, at least not for for most of us, right? So there's a period of time that you're in development, you are just growing this thing um, within you, and you need to protect it. So I remember when I first started writing the book, there's and you know, there were only a few people that knew that I was writing it. It was, you know, it's sometimes it's to protect you, sometimes it's to protect your idea, right? Um, and and then it wasn't until recently where I'm getting closer to the end. And I talked about it here and there over the past year, especially when I thought I was closer than I than I <laughs> than I was. But 
then I started to kind of put it out there that, hey, this is this is what I've been carrying and working on. So sometimes when you are working on something, it can also be a lonely space to be in, right? So it's so important, and I've talked about this before, it's so important to just take care of yourself, right? From the very beginning, from the moment, you know, you should be doing it always, but especially when you are working on something big, when you're working on something special, um, this is a period of time that you really need to not just be nourishing and developing what's within you, but yourself, your physical self. So I have had, you know, many days that I've um, been at a nail salon, just kind of sitting and getting my nails done. Um, I look forward soon to getting a massage. Um, there's times that I went to, uh, a hotel, um, once or twice at least in this whole process and just checked in by myself and had some alone time. So throughout the process, um, it's important that you are practicing self-love and self-care. So that was the second point in just that developing piece. The third point, um, when you are going through this period, um, you are preparing, you're training, you're learning, and you're taking action, right? So I know when you're, you know, when you're having a baby, you're like reading books, you're trying to learn everything about the development of this baby, you're learning how to care for this baby when it's, it gets here, you're looking at furniture for the baby's room, you know, you're nesting as we're getting closer to the end, you want to like clean everything and anything. So you go through this period of preparation um, and training and it is the same when we are um, developing or doing this thing, right? The business, the book. So as I was writing this book, I have um, in between taken time to either read other books, watch, you know, videos or workshops. I have um, watched videos and read about how to self-publish the book. I've been on, you know, Amazon and I have been learning Amazon KDP, learning how their system works. Actually, I talked about the period of development and um, preparation. Um, I forgot to mention that during this time, you know, you have a small circle of people and these are people that are also helping you along the way. So uh, I had for this book, I had to decide who was going to be my editor, who was going to format the book, who was going to uh, design the book cover where I was going to self-publish. So all these things were um, other aspects or other people that I had to get involved in order for the book to uh, be a success. And I will say that for the most part, uh, it has been, it has been a great time just kind of working through it until the end. So as I'm getting closer to the end, I have been having formatting issues with my book. I've, I'm on now the fourth person that I have paid to format this book. And I'm, I've gone into trying not to, but somewhat of a panic mode because by this point I needed, I needed to, I wanted to have all of the books ordered 
for my book launch on the 20th of this month. And it takes about two weeks for the books to be ordered and delivered by Amazon, right? So I am two weeks away from my event, actually a little less than two weeks away. And I'm at this place where um, other format formatting has fell through. I've uploaded the book and there's something wrong with the formatting. So it's not uploading correctly and something needs to get fixed in it so that the so everything can align properly and so you can imagine my frustration my fear my anger at times when I have and and not just that in between each formatting I've spent hours days literally days then going back in to try to fix the formatting myself and then trying to learn how to, you know, upload it to Adobe or export it as a JPEG or a PDF or an EPUB file and forget Mobi files because that's what it's supposed to be in, but it's not working. So I've been trying to learn how to do certain things, but the reality is that there are people who specialize in this and this is what they do or what they should know how to do. Because like I said, I'm on the fourth person. So uh, I have been taking this time to really try to, again, practice what I preach. I've been extending a lot of grace (laughs) to the people who have tried to do it. Uh, don't get me wrong. I think there's a time to extend grace and then there's a time to have, like I talk about healthy boundaries a lot where you say, well, you know, this is what I paid you for, but it's not what was delivered to me. So there is there is definitely a lot of different uh, moving parts in this process and I think through it all, um, at least I'm at this point right now, and I and this is not just now, but just in life in general, is that there are times that we can we do everything that we possibly can, and things still don't turn out the way we hoped, uh, or things still go wrong, or uh, just things happen that are out of our control to an extent. And how do we respond in that moment? How do we handle that moment? Do we handle the moment with grace? Do we handle the moment in a way that we're going to look back and wish we had never handled it that way? And I live by my saying, I try to live by my saying where I say, you know, love your hardest every day as if it was your last And I say that because, you know, if I died this very moment, how did I live my morning? How did I live yesterday? How did I live my life? And am I happy and honored with that and and can rest peacefully? Or have I lived a life of anger and frustration and yelling and screaming and disagreements um, and that's what I'm going to be remembered by. I That's not what I want to be remembered by. So as much as I can get angry or, or frustrated or mad or whatever, um, I try my best to keep it together. And I, and I really do. I, I keep it together. Um, and I might have a moment 
but I don't let that moment last very long at all. So putting the right people in the right positions in the right place, using the having the resources that are um, recommended, that are, are um, having the resources that are going to deliver what you need is so important during this time. So, you know, if you're if you're pregnant, if you're expecting, you know, you have your doctors and your nurses, you have midwives, you have techs, you have all these different people involved in the process um, throughout your pregnancy. It's the same thing with anything that you are trying to accomplish in life. There are different people who are made for different types of things, for different types of jobs. So, it's so important that we utilize them. You know, I had my coach who helped me through a lot of um, times in writing my book. I had my editor who went through my book and, you know, and I had a book cover designer, as I mentioned. So it's just important to hire the right people. Um, And all of that is part of your development phase. So in your uh, preparation, your training phase, Uh, One of the most important things I think in this time is taking action because sometimes we can or a lot of times we will learn something and I am guilty of this. We'll learn something. We'll take time to prepare, to train. We will buy every course, every book, and we might read a little bit here and there. We might learn something here and there, and then we don't take action on it. It's so important that we take action in order for us to be able to deliver what we have for the world. If you are struggling with taking that action, block, do time blocking, you know, block out time on your calendar. I remember hearing someone say that it's one thing with time blocking, but if if you identify a space that you're going to work on whatever it is. So, you know, your office is going to be your space. Or for me, my space, I actually had two. I have sat at Starbucks and at Barnes and Noble for the majority of this past year, um, almost daily to write this book. So, you know, I, and I usually ha- try to get the same seat Every time I come in, you know, I go into the Starbucks or the Barnes and Noble. Uh, It's so funny that I'm saying I come in. I say that because I'm literally recording this episode in my car outside the Starbucks. (laughs) Um, But I try to sit in the same spot. I put my headphones on and I just get to writing. So that routine has gotten me to this place where... Um, it's just what I do. It's, you know, I turn off my phone sometimes the days that I feel really distracted. I'll put my phone on airplane mode. I'll text my family. I'll be like, I'm unavailable for this period of time. So if you really need me, I will talk to you in an hour or I'll talk to you, you know, I'll check in with you. So taking action is the probably the most critical um, part of all of this, uh, because without action, you're not going to move any anywhere. Um, I was just thinking without action, you won't have any traction. 
all of a sudden I want to be a rapper. <laughs> Not really. Um, but it's, it's true. So um, you need to take action. And the last step or the last thing I wanted to talk about in going through, pushing through a labor of love is the delivery. So the delivery um, process <laughs> is something that could be painful and it's something that it's very uncomfortable at times. Sometimes as you are, and I feel like this is where I'm at, I'm at this place where this book is coming out. It's, um, you know, we're at the final, I'm at the final stages and it's been painful because things aren't working or things are, you know, not where they're supposed to be. So in this delivery process, making sure that things are aligned is going to give you the easiest um, and the most, you know, as much as pain-free delivery that you can have. Uh, so when you have people that really, you know, prepare for for the delivery of a baby, let's say, and they have, for example, I talked about having the right people, um, a midwife or, um, or some people might have a doula, um, which my daughter and I have talked about because she's talked about thinking, uh, she wanted to be a doula. So these people help you to position yourself correctly, um, to know how to push, when to push, to be aligned properly, to move the way you need to move in order for you to be able to deliver a baby with the least amount of pain uh, possible, right? Uh, you might even take some um, medication to help you with the pain. So the reason I use this whole analogy is that we can really just translate this to life, you know, as I've been talking about, to your ideas, to whatever it is that you want to bring to the world. Um, and the the delivery of this book for me has become painful because I, I worry that it's um, not going to be uh, here in time or it's not going to be everything that I hoped for. And... The bottom line is, is that, you know, it's all part of the process. The reality is it's all part of the process. And in the end, I will have a book delivered and it's going to be worth it and it's going to be great. And it's going to help many, many people, hundreds of thousands. I want to say millions. It's going to help millions um, of people to recreate their love. It's going to help people transform their love for themselves, for their partners, for their spouse, for others. And I'm excited. I cannot wait. And I want you all to just consider that if you are going through a period of, you know, trying to uh, carry this thing that you're carrying and develop it and nourish it and just building a small circle of people around you, protecting it, preparing and training for the delivery of this idea, of this thought, of this business, of this child, whatever it is, I want you to keep in mind that in the end, it is worth it. It is worth it. This might be your relationship that you're dealing with right now. And you have been in a labor of love 
with just trying to figure out how to love your husband or your wife again. You've been trying to carry your wife or your husband or a child, and it's been a very hard process. Now, I believe that this process of carrying something of, you know, it's a, there's a distinct time period or a time frame. I don't believe that we should be in labor for 20 years. I don't believe that we should be carrying something or someone for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. We need to use wisdom in what it is that we are carrying, who it is that we're carrying, and for how long, right? And there are periods of time that we're carrying. There's periods that maybe we are being carried um, along, and that's all okay. That's that's just a part of life. Um, but we need to be sure that there is an end time, there's a delivery time, when we are no longer doing the carrying. So if you are in a relationship that this has been going on for so long, I want you to really think about um, why. Think about, is it time to have this thing extracted from you, taken out and removed? You know, sadly, sometimes we're carrying things that are dead. And I hate to use this analogy, but it's just the reality that um, it happens, unfortunately. And it's such a painful thing because you could be carrying something or someone that doesn't really have life left or doesn't have life to for themselves or even to give to you or much less to give to you. And this could be a business idea. And I've even been in this place where at a crossroad where I've set, had to say, what's next for even myself in my business? You know, so I want to use this as an encouragement to you that if you're carrying something, how long have you been carrying it? Is it a healthy, a healthy pregnancy? Is it a healthy labor of love? And if your answer is yes, that is wonderful. If your answer is no, then what action do you need to take, right? Because you you really skip the development, not skip, but now you have to move away from developing and nourishing this thing that you need to just get rid of. So, you know, and if that's a business idea, if that's a book idea, even if it's a book you've been writing and it's just not coming along, you know, sometimes we have to take action in a way that we don't want to take action. And we have to just get rid of the thing that we've been working on and that we've been carrying it because it's not for us to carry, right? So maybe it's for someone else to carry, or maybe it's um, something that's going to help you grow and develop onto your next thing. If you are in a healthy situation, Um, where you are, whether it's someone or a business idea that you are and have been carrying, when is your due date? (laughs) That's what I want to ask you. When is your due date? Set that due date so that you can deliver and that you can enjoy the thing that you've been carrying for 
whatever period of time. So I hope that this episode encourages you um, and, and teaches you and shows you how to push through the labor of love. It's not easy, but it's worth it. It's worth it either way, because no matter what, in the end, we're much stronger loving on a higher level because of everything that we've learned and we've been through as much as we, I know for me, we hate struggling and going through challenges, but these struggles and these challenges, these uh, pains that we go through, they really help us to become stronger and to be able to, like in my case, serve others. So As always, I just hope and pray that this episode has served you today. And remember, January 20th, I will be delivering Recreate Your Love to the world. My book launch is at Uno's in Maple Shade, New Jersey. Tickets are available on Eventbrite. Now, I don't know if I have any spaces left. I actually have to check my messages. I had 10 free spots out of 40, I was giving away 10 free spots, which include um, a signed copy of my book, uh, light refreshments for that night. You have to attend the event to get the um, signed copy of the book. It also includes, uh, and networking. We're just going to be having a great time on that night on the 20th from 6 to 9. So if you're in New Jersey, if you're listening to this, um, I would love to have you there. Make sure you get your tickets. Um, Oh, and they're only $15 and it's $15 for the signed book for light refreshments and a great time of networking and fellowship. So be sure to join me. I would love to have you there and meet you and hug you. Um, And if you're not able to be there, be sure that you're a part of my uh, Facebook group or on my following me on Instagram because I'm sure that I will live stream um, through social media for um, at least some of the book launch party. Uh, so I am so excited um, that this <laughs> labor of love is going to be over, at least this this phase or this part, right? Because then there's also the part after the delivery, right? where um, now it's the promotion and the growing, uh, at least for my book, there's more work to be done even after we we deliver. Um, but right now, we are just going to celebrate, right? Celebrate the delivery. I look forward to talking to you all again next week, Wednesday. Thank you all for your patience as I have taken some time to be with family and work on my book. (laughs) So I didn't have an episode last week, but I uh, am so excited to be back on schedule and I look forward to talking to you all next week. Be blessed and much love to you all. Thank you so much for listening to the Rebuilding Relationships podcast. I hope that I have served you on the highest level. And if I have, please be sure to share this episode and give me a great rating on iTunes so that I can continue to serve you and others. Now head on over to my website and grab your free copy of the first chapter of my book called Recreate Your Love. It's coming out soon. My website is www.passion4visions.com. And while you're there, go ahead and check out more of my services. My heart is always to serve you with much love. Have an amazing week and be sure to head back next week 
for our next episode. 